Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dadly Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, NXT, AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, pay-per-views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, round of the week, complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Sidgwick, Michael Hamlet, enjoying a well-earned week off to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. Although, I will caveat this, Sidge, by saying that we're recording this on Friday because... It is a bank holiday this Monday here in the UK, a three-day weekend, so we will definitely not be jumping on to Zoom, avoiding our families for a few hours to preview the show. Although, for once, we've actually got stuff guaranteed, supposedly, at least at the time of recording, to happen on this show. And And that's really annoying to me, because for once, we had an excuse we had an excuse not to do this preview. We could have done a little extra get the table instead in case this goes out of date. Wilborn, we had an excuse not to do this, and yet you are still making me do it. But as you said, it kind of... It's the stupid arseholes at WWE. They've made it kind of difficult for us to bin this one off, even though we had an inbuilt excuse of, oh, we're not in on Monday, so is there any real point? I mean, there's never any point in previewing this. Is the show going to be good? No, right, that's the same... Uh, <laughs> They've actually given us something to talk about. The one game time they do this. And it's when we could have possibly got away with not doing it. Talk me through your bank holiday weekend, first of all. What's what will you be doing instead of looking ahead to Monday Night Raw on Monday? Oh, I didn't know. Because uh the rest of my family have just been in London this week for a little trip. I just watched Anaconda and Tremors. Great. <laughs> I haven't done anything like that. Like, honestly, in six years, I haven't done anything like that. Like, watch rubbish. Like, Trump is, is the, one of the best films of all time. Anaconda's rubbish, but it's so bad, it's good. Can I talk about Tremors? Wilbur, have you watched Tremors yet? Not yet. You did mention to me when you were going home on Wednesday, I think, that you were going back to watch Tremors and said, I've never, I've never seen it. So that maybe that's what I'll be doing on Monday. 
I expect you will get more people atting you following the release of this podcast than you did when you revealed that you hadn't watched Point Break. Tremors is awesome. It's got a beautiful scenic backdrop, lovely, vibrant sense of community in this little town in which the events are held. It's really funny. The effects are great. The story's wonderful. It's so charming. You have to watch it. Ah, Christ, this weekend. Instead of looking ahead to Raw, as I said, my family's been in London, so I haven't really had a chance to like plan anything or get anything booked in. Um, My little son, loving football, following the Euros. He's still got three lines in his head, which is suboptimal. (laughs) But I love that he loves it. So we like playing jumpers for goalposts. It's a nice little... uh, Riverside sort of woodland next to where I live. So we like going around the bikes on there. I'll be having a nice wholesome time. So realistically, it's going to be way better than previewing uh, this show. Do you know what but I'm we doing? have to do it now for some reason, Willborn. What are you doing? I've just realised I'm going to be anxiously realising, as I have now, as it's dawned on me, that on Tuesday, we, we I apologise in advance to our loyal listeners and, and, and supporters. Obviously, thank you, as, as always, for everything that you say and do online to support us. Um, but I just realised on Tuesday, in theory, we're going to have to review Raw, SmackDown, Rampage, and preview NXT. I'm not previewing NXT. Oh, Humphrey's back. He can do that one. I mean, you have to do them all. I'm not doing them all. He's not back next week. He is, man. Oh, he is. Okay. Wait, well, oh, Christ, well, you've... You put the fear up as now. <laughs> Let's have a look. Oh, got oh my new, God. Got some bad news, brother. <laughs> it's off for two weeks. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. I'll tell you what, though. Before we get into the raw thing, when we play football, me and James, some point over the weekend, probably decent, like, like pub, outdoor pier garden, boozing as yeah. well. But I'll yeah. football, right? On the football field right next to our house. I'm going to like flick up the ball, right? Smash it. And then when he dives, what's he going to dive onto? He's going to touch some grass. Touch grass, yeah. kid. Touch some grass. Pick that one out and touch grass. <laughs> Dad's wheeling up in celebration. Yeah. Touch grass. Yeah. He's doing a full shear. I'll, I'll do the shear one. Yeah. Yeah. No, so yeah. Was, I'll let him score a few goals. I don't have to do much letting at the minute. Like, he really has picked up his uh, skills. But, like, so I'll go, oh, God, so it's 5 0 and it's up at 10. And then to make it like competitive, give a bit of drama, like give him a little bit of a fry because, you know, kids love to win and they hate losing. I'll go, right, okay. I'll throw him a few, like, little, uh, few easy ones, just a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, so you can do a dive, like a glamour dive for the cameras, and then to make it more dramatic, and to think, oh, I'm not going to win, am I? Let's flick it up, and go, nope, flick it up, volley, <laughs> precisely in the bottom corner, touch grass. Now, I've got to give myself a bit of a, uh, get, get my skills sharp and ahead of the five-a-side, that's going to resume shortly in what culture. Oh, can you imagine, yeah, what culture football is coming back? Not the channel, but just us having a kick about, basically. Uh, right, let's look ahead to Monday Night Raw. We've put it off long enough. Um, and well, one of the big things is a major grudge match. Last week saw the end of Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, oh no. Uh, and it's been promised by Morrison this he, week. He's, he's going to put, he's he's put an end 
to that son of a bitch. It's going to be it. One match, done, Sige. We're not getting the finish. <laughs> Wilborn, remind me, what is the name of the next WWE pay-per-view? Extreme Rules, mate. Extreme Rules is a show that features lots of stipulation matches, right? Therefore, ordinarily, you need a book-like a program to justify the use of like weapons and violence because the hatred is so much now, blah, 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 blah. Like they've actually had a long, long, long-term association with Ms. Morrison and stretches back, of course, years beyond Morrison returned the other year. So it's justified. It's fine. It's more personal because they were closer. All of this is fine, but what's not going to be fine is on Monday's Raw, when they do a Gentleman's 3, if that it is the Miz, and then it goes to a non-finish when the Miz gets himself intentionally disqualified or he gets himself intentionally counted out so that WWE can uh, arrive at a no DQ, no count out match or whatever. Like, some kind of badged match like street fight, extreme rules match where you can't get counted out and you can't get disqualified. Maybe, maybe they'll do two. Maybe on Monday's Raw, tonight's Raw, or... <laughs> They will, and that's the fast forward and not the rewind, bringing that one back. Miz can get himself intentionally counted out this time. And then those blithering idiot nobodies, Sonia Deville and Adam Pierce, go, oh, we don't like that. So you can't get counted out this week. There are no count outs. All right, okay, you idiots. I'll just get DQ'd. Great, thank you. We didn't have anything else planned for the show. The third match is no DQ, no count out. What's next on the on the raw preview? I was going to say, yeah, my, my suggestion was going to be uh, they're, they're fighting. Morrison's getting in the upper hands. They go to the outside. Miz grabs a dripstick and hits Morrison with it, but he goes down a little hard, and that's because the Miz has loaded the dripstick with concrete that's set, and now he's got a weapon. I don't know. Uh, oh, my God. I've just realised dripstick on a pole. <laughs> I mean, they've got a, they've got a probably got a gimmick. They could feel it's either going to be dripstick on a pole, or after two matches, no DQ, no count out. Or as some people have suggested to me on Twitter, let's get Frankie Monet and Maurice involved because the uh, history of the Miz with his misses in in couples matches is such a storied legacy. Well, it isn't, but the Miz in mixed tags is great. The Asuka stuff, mm. amazing, mixed match challenge. Then Asuka was like this idiot. He's not even that good at running the ropes. It's going to cost me my undefeated streak. And her anxiety at all this was tremendous. Uh, just, ah, it'll get over. It'll get over. People like Morrison. This is fine. What's next? Bobby Lashley versus Sheamus. Who am I cheering for? I don't know who I'm cheering for, but like, it's not the kind of thing you can get buzzed for. Again, you're never guaranteed a finish. The alignments aren't clear. Who are you meant to like? Who the hell knows? <coughs> but they will beat the piss out of each other. It will be a nice physical match that when it actually happens, I'll be all like, I had to read this. But I'm like, oh my God, is my hero going to win? Is he going to persevere? Oh my God, are these enormous stakes going to add loads of drama to the match? There's now, there's literally now, other than the promise of some really quite uncharacteristically snug WWE um, violence. So I'm up for that. 
It is halfway interesting. Not, I don't think Goldberg's doing Extreme Rules. I think he's doing Saudi Arabia. So he has to do something in the interim. And it is Sheamus versus Bobby Lashley, a direction for the pay-per-view, because there isn't really one. So it can't be Drew. I mean, it can because they don't play by their own rules, which makes the entire practice of previewing a show impossible, incidentally. Am I missing someone, Wilborn? No, I was, I was thinking the exact same thing when I was getting my notes ready for this in terms of who's next for Bobby Lashley. Like, obviously, faced off with Damian Priest, but then you'd have your US champ challenging your world champ. I don't know if that, you know, like you say, that they should really stay in their own lanes with WWE, so bloody knows. Sheamus is a heel, definitely, as Bobby Lashley is. So it's a weird match for Monday Night Raw, let alone for a bloody pay-per-view. I have no doubt that they can do great stuff. These are two incredibly talented guys, and we often talk about how underrated Sheamus is in these sorts of positions. Beyond that, like you say, Drew, Karrion Cross. Like, we'll get talks about Karrion Cross and Duke Cross, I promise. But like, outside of that, I don't think there's anyone that I'm thinking like, oh. And again, it's Sheamus, to come back to a point you often make, losing upwards, literally just dropped the US title. Yes, it's the worst possible thing that could arrive at a half-decent physical match. Failing upwards, heel versus heel. What is this? Like, it must be, like, honestly, how easy is it to get a good match? Because, you know, if Sheamus wins this, as we'll be reminded one million times by Jimmy Smith and Corey Graves, if Sheamus wins this, he might earn himself a future championship opportunity the first thing I do if I lose a title is just like walk up to the WWE champion and just like prod him on the shoulder a bit. <laughs> and then he'll go, you do it? I'm like, and I'll just do it again. And then this backstage altercation will magically become a match where I can theoretically climb the top of the wrestling world, win the championship. And earn myself a massive, massive check at the pay window. If I'm, and I, uh, it's so easy to get a match in this company, right? Because of the contrived way they do things, these stupid backstage altercations. If I'm one of the geeks in the 24 7 division, if I'm Angel Gaza, I just walking up to Bobby Lashley and just like, Kick them in the shin a little bit. It's like, right, okay, Adam Pierce, we can't have that. You got a match tonight. It's like, great, you're an idiot. That's how easy it is to get me a match. If, because of the way WWE books, everyone, if you apply a second of thought to it, is indirectly a moron for not thinking of doing this. This show, if you scrutinize it for more than one second, makes no sense on any level whatsoever. Well, moving on. Why Alistair Black was such a moron? Sitting in a room? Just chin anyone! You'll get a magic match! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Let's talk about all the potential challenges now for the new tag team champions. Okay, bro. Uh, they, of course, beat, uh, or I should say Riddle, beat uh, AJ Styles uh, with the help of Randy Orton, smashing his scooter, breaking his scooter, in fact, off almost. Uh, um, and it, it, you'd think that that's done with. What I'm hoping for here, and I sense that they may run it back with the tag titles because, you know, maybe... Style sets sets almost on both of them this week, but what I'm really hoping for is that they go. You know what? We're done with that fuse. Who else have we got in the tag team division who's been racking up a few wins? And at Extreme Rules, we get the all-time banter match of Riddle and Orton. RK bro, finally on the same wavelength, and let's get some video packages from them just enjoying each other's company over the next few weeks versus Mace and Kuba. Any chance? I mean, there's none whatsoever. But there should not be a chance of us getting Arcade Rule versus Styles in a Moss because they won the belt at SummerSlam. And is the automatic rematch clause the thing that they binned off in early 2019 a thing? Probably, selectively. But then they followed up SummerSlam by having Riddle beat Styles. That should be done and done. No need. There's always a need. There's always a need. Uh, who's going to pop up at the rating on a short-term basis? They'll do some kind of rematch at Extreme Rules between Styles and Omos and our rated RK bro. It's not a daft idea. Well, it is. It makes no storyline sense if any of these events are meant to matter. If there's to be any episodic element of the show, there's been any meaning involved in wins and losses. It makes no sense. But in terms of positioning people they like in matches that will flatter them, putting Omos in some kind of weapons match 
is not the worst idea in the world because a good plunder brawl can effectively mask the limitations of certain performers, which is why Bray Wyatt was good at them, which is why John Cena's best stipulation was last man standing. Like, put a moss near some plunder, a lot of fun can ensue. We could get to a point, couldn't we, where every single tag team champion across the brands are an odd couple. <laughs> so you've got Ear Shrine's own stock, odd couple tag team. You've currently got RK Bro on SmackDown. They're not really an odd couple in terms of they don't get along, but I, I guarantee Chad Gable and Otis don't have a great deal in common outside of the Alpha Academy. And then, like, beyond that, what you've got someone's going to take the titles off Natalia and Tamina, probably Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler because they just keep going around in sodding circles. And then all we have to do is beat MSK, job done, ridiculous. But yeah, I, I think that that's probably what we're going to get because they are incapable of booking tag teams, they refuse to. And I wouldn't be surprised if RK Bro versus Styles and Omos goes all the way to Saudi Arabia because it's a way to get. Randy Orton and AJ Styles on that card, basically. Yeah, probably. But then, like, the love Mansoor on these Saudi Arabia shows. So maybe yes. Mansoor and Mustafa Ali. Yeah, they'll split RK, bro, and no one will care because it's like, oh, Mansoor's got a tag title. Top done. Um, in speaking of uh, grudge feuds, as we did earlier, the big one is tonight, though. Never mind Miz and Morrison. Never mind the eventual breakup of RK, bro. It is... Eva Marie versus uh, Rap. <laughs> She's getting her revenge on Eva Marie. Eva, of course, attacked her on Raw last week after losing in four minutes to Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam. I mean, can we just have Dewdrop win this and go, actually, my name's Piper Nevin and bollocks to this. Oh, I'm going to take the name because it just, she thought it was taking the piss, but actually I quite like it. Chad Gable became Chad Gable again. So, like, you know, it might happen. But Chad Gable became Chad Gable, and I want to give a toss about Chad Gable because he was one shorty G. That's how these things work. Uh, what kind of match is this going to be? Uh, Eva Marie has done now. That's a character. She is a chancer, a faker, who had to rely on the help of Doodrap to get any kind of win or foothold on the, in, in the rankings. <laughs> sake. Um, she's going to run away. I'll do something. Like, well, we're not getting. We're not getting. We're not getting a finish to Morrison versus Miz. We're not getting a match here. Or you just start getting a match. Or she's getting just a new heater every week, just because she always betrays them at the end of each week. But like you say, she, she went four minutes with Alexa Bliss. It felt like at SummerSlam, and, she, and all, the best thing she did was paintbrush a doll. Yes. That we're not getting a match here. She'll run away in fear. Maybe they do the wardrobe malfunction gimmick again. Maybe she could like stumble on the on the way to the ring. They go, oh, wizard did it. And like usually in any other goddamn fictional universe, that would be some kind of like a cop out. But in WWE, oh, she can just blame it on the supernatural doll that just dicks around. Ah, oh, I was there, Lily. Oh, my knee. Yeah, I can't compete. Bye. But I've got a replacement. Lily needs to get a revenge. Lily needs to get a heat back. We've established this. Yeah. That's a very, very good point. Speaking of... Lily. 
Let's talk Alexa Bliss. Uh, she appears to be the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship. Wonderful. Uh, and how is she going to target, or should I say, torment uh, Charlotte? <laughs> She's a baby face with a creepy doll. I never want to hear that music ever again. Sick. Sick freaks who like this. Welcome to Alexa's Playground. I'm going to make you scream, I promise. Cut to some big fat WWE mutant going, ah, jerks off. I can't deal with any of this. I can't deal with any of this. I hate it. I hate it. I cannot take it seriously. Um, Charlotte Flair doing some verbal jousting with Lily. <laughs> she is, I said this before, like, she is, you know how much they love loads of title reigns? Like, oh, I need to go like 11. Charlotte's got like 12 or whatever. Like Charlotte, in canon, given the way that they think, is literally the third most like successful WWE star ever behind John Cena and Randy Orton. And, and Flair, so she's fourth. And she's going to be working a title program around a spooky doll. I don't know how they do this. I don't, I don't want to get into the wavelength of a maniac or a nonce to try and guess how they do this? Just had a thought of something they can do this week in terms of the grand scheme of things. That's that's a booking video for another time. But you know when you like take your kid... Huh? No, it isn't. <laughs> Not with you, at least. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I can do that. Yeah. Welcome I'm back. Sickened sick that he's not in next week. Uh, I've got an idea. So, you know, like, Sometimes you'll take your lovely kids to the, the playground and, and sometimes they'll want to play with daddy and sometimes they just want to run off and do their own thing. What if Charlotte Flair is invited to Alexa's playground and uh, she's sitting there and they're having a lovely, lovely fun time in that swing set. And then suddenly Charlotte realises, wait a second, why have I got Alexa pushing me? And that, when that kid realises that they can use their own momentum to push themselves on the swing, and Charlotte Flair can turn around and say, I don't need you anymore. See, there you go. See you next week, kids. Yeah, see you next week. I'll see you this week, the NXT preview, which I have to do on my own. <laughs> I'm a serious Willborn. Three bullet points reduced from five. I don't care if there's a 10 match show. Speaking of NXT, let's talk about former NXT champion Karrion Cross to conclude here, Sige. Can he be saved on Raw now he's a Quang knockoff or whatever he is? No, he couldn't be saved from the moment he got beaten as NXT champion, having been undefeated for his entire run as NXT champion by Jeff Hardy. He was done then, totally stigmatised then. And I'm not saying that the way time unfolds, that... You can be a jobber and then become a star or you can eventually, in spite of the WWE system, almost every time get over. But Cross isn't going to do that. Can you imagine carrying Cross, like a pretty generic, fake, intense, just a guy, getting something akin to like a grassroots movement, like trying to get him over? The fans don't want to do this anymore. They can't be arsed. They haven't done this since Becky Lynch. That was the last time such a thing will ever happen where they like a performer so much that they will simply say, no, I don't care about how they're positioned by management. We like them so much that we're just going to make them realise that they should get pushed. 
That's the only realistic way you can get over in WWE right now. At least for a sustained amount of time. Karrion Cross gets crickets. Karrion Cross is stigmatized as a loser and a dork looking at his outfit. In a way, his gimmick is a doomsday prophet and the man able to see the way that everything ends is the most logical gimmick in wrestling history. But it's not good logical. It's the ding-dongs in in WCW. (laughs) What was the team that were hunchbacks and they couldn't get pinned? Oh, God. And yeah, I can see the point you're making here. I'm going to Google this whilst... He's done. He's cooked, Wilborn. The TLDR answer to your question is there is no coming back. It's not as if he's been beaten in 18 seconds as a actual apparent world heavyweight champion like Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Where it's like, no, they screwed him. We like him. Screw you in response. They don't like him that much. They're putting him on telly. They want to sell a few toys in this ridiculous outfit of his. It's like, well, he's one of the bigger ones to come from NXT, so let's try him out. Oh, Christ, he's boring. Let's job the Jeff Hardy. Oh, Christ, we're stuck with him now. Let's just do whatever. You might sell a few action figures. They don't like him. If they liked him, if they had any, 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 any desire to protect him or to build him up or to make him a star, they would not have done what they did to him um, in that Jeff Hardy match. He's cooked. Don't ask me that question again. Uh, all I've read here is they were called, they were literally going to be called the Hunchbacks, Jim Hurd's idea. Uh, yes, humps on the back, so they can't get pinned. Cool, champions forever. <laughs> Thanks, Jim Hurd, for that one. <laughs> we could tap them out, break one of the angles. Mm. So maybe uh, it was a good idea from Jim Hurd. I, th- I think the only only way that we can save Karrion Cross is if he goes full seven this week on Raw. <laughs> Oh, and you take a good look at the crap they got me dressed in here. That's the only way you can do it. Then bring My new name's the good, by the way. <laughs> well, let us know your thoughts. I've had enough of bloody Monday Night Raw. This'll do. Uh, let us know your thoughts ahead of tonight's show. Hmm? On Twitter, how <laughs> WWE. Actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... I'm going to have to watch all of SmackDown as well. At M. Sidgwick. Follow me. At Adam Wilborn. Follow us all. At What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. A whole host coming your way over the next few days with just me and Michael Sidgwick forever. (laughs) (laughs) Right, this has been the Raw Preview. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy Raw, and we will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.